God, this year comes to an end. I want to see a token of your favor in my life. Father, show me a token of your favor before this year 2022 comes to an end. A token of favor that will put all my enemies to shame. A token of favor that will put all my mockers to shame. A token of favor that will lift me up and put me upon the solid ground to stand. Lord, show me a token of your favor. 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 That all those that have mocked me in the past, they will see it and be ashamed. They will see it and be ashamed. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Before this year 2022 comes to an end, God will show you a token of his favor. Or oh, let your amen be loud. Amen. Let your amen be loud. Amen. God will show you a token of his favor. Amen. All those that have mocked you and laughed at you will be put to shame. Amen. By God's favor, your mockers will be put to shame. Amen. By God's favor, your enemies will be put to shame. Amen. By God's favor, all those who have gone ahead of you, you will overtake them. Amen. You will overtake them. Amen. You will overtake them. Amen. You will overtake them Amen. because of his favor. Amen. You will overtake them Amen. because of his favor. Amen. You will overtake them Amen. because of his favor. Amen. All those that have gone ahead of you, you are receiving divine speed of God's favor. Amen. I say you are receiving divine speed of God's favor. Amen. You are receiving divine speed of God's favor. Amen. And you will outrun all your enemies. Amen. You will outrun all those who have gone ahead of you. Amen. All those who thought they've made it, you will outrun them. Amen. You will outrun them. Amen. You will overtake them. Amen. You will overtake them. Amen. Overtaking anointing is upon you right now. The overtaking anointing is upon you right now. Anointing to overtake. Anointing to recover. Anointing to be lifted up to the top. Is upon you right now. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. There is an overtaking anointing. There is an overtaking anointing. There is overtaking anointing. Anointing to overtake. Anointing to overtake because of his favor. Because of his favor, because of his favor, he has made your mountain to stand strong. He has made your mountain to stand strong. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Lesh kapra toli setelia kabrande. Lake prosinke branda. Lake branduske prataliandi. Lazi kabanda lozi kepeta. Lazi ke pan, lase ke praske prosi ke prande, lose ke branka reske prote. Receive that anointing, receive that grace, receive that anointing in the name of Jesus. All that the devil stole from you, receive the anointing to recover all. The anointing to recover all. The anointing to recover all. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. All those that have mocked you before this year is over, God's favor will distinguish you. The favor of his face will shine upon you. We are told in Matthew 17, at the Mount of Transfiguration, the face of Jesus shines like that of the sun. By the mystery of his word, your face is going to shine like that of the sun. Oh, let your amen be loud. Let your amen be loud. Your face will shine like that of the sun. Hallelujah. The glory of God will arise upon you. He said, arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of God is risen upon you. Say me, the glory of God is risen upon me. 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 And I am shining in every area of my life. I am shining maritally. I am shining financially. I am shining in my ministry. I am shining in my business. I am shining in my family life. In whatever I do, I am shining in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because his glory is upon me. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. If you believe that, let your amen be loud. Amen and amen. Please take your seats. As we enter into the word of God, your mind is spiritual, part three. Your mind is spiritual, part three. The face of Jesus, shone like that of the sun, his remnant was white. That there is no fullness of nothing could, nothing can purify. In fact, just two days ago, I had the opportunity to watch with the children the story of the Mount of Transfiguration. And it was so alive in me. Hallelujah. We, I, I sat down with them and we watched it together. It was so wonderful. Look for that. Uh, uh, um, it's, it's called Superbook. Go to that place where it said the Mount of Transfiguration and watch that experience. It will bless you. Knowing that that is the mind of God concerning me, concerning you, that your mind can be transformed to the point where your face will shine like the sun, that your clothes will be as white as, that nothing can be as pure as the brightness of your, your flesh or your clothes or your body. Hallelujah. He said, that's why he said in Malachi chapter 2, he said he's at the refinest fire. He's like what? The refinest fire and the purifier of the silver. That he will purify the sons of the Levites. That they will minister to God in righteousness. Hallelujah. So your mind can be transformed as you allow the Holy Ghost to metamorphose you. Hallelujah. As you allow the Holy Ghost to do what? 
to metamorphose you, to change your mind. You know, as you allow the Holy Ghost to use the word of God and transform you, you can be transformed into the very image of Christ. Because the original man said for God in the book of Genesis was this. God created man in his own image. He said, let us make man in our image. Is that not it? And after our likeness, the image of God is light. The image of God is what? Light. The image of God is not the cross. It's not the sign of the cross. The image of Jesus is not the sign of the cross. The image of Jesus, the image of the Holy Spirit, the image of the Father is light. Is what? Is light. Because we are told that God is light. God is what? God is light. In whom there is no darkness at all in him. No shadow of turning. No, there is no darkness at all in him. So the true image of God is what? Is light. And the Holy Ghost can use the word of God, which is light, to lighten your destiny, to lighten your mind. That your mind is so much lighter that it will affect your facial expression. It will do what? It will affect your facial expression. That is what in, the, in Numbers 11 and, and uh, I think Psalms 85 or so. He said, let your face shine upon us. Did you see that? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord causes his face to what? To shine upon you. That is transfiguration. That is transformation. That is transformation. You come to a point in your walk with God, in the state of the word of God, in your meditation in the word of God, that the Holy Ghost will metamorphose you, will change you by the reason of the encounter of the mystery, the light in the word of God, that it will affect your facial expression. Hallelujah. You see, when Moses encountered God on Mount Sinai, what happened? His face did shine. His face was glowing. That the children of Israel were so fearful that Moses has to veil his face. And the scripture said that that glory, what Moses experienced, is nothing to what you are, are experiencing right now. Hallelujah. We have the true image of God. We have the true glory of God. Praise the Lord. And the scripture said that if we, if he said that if it is time to the spirit of the Lord, there shall be liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we all with open face looking into the face of God. The face of God is our mirror. The face of God is what? Is our mirror. As you are looking into his face, his face begins to reflect on your face. Hallelujah. His face begins to do what? To reflect on your face. His face begins to reflect on your face. Praise the Lord. But that, that begins with the mind. It begins with the mind. So I would admonish you to listen to last Sunday's message so that you understand what we are about to say because what we are about to, to share now, if you don't go back and listen to Sunday's message, this one will not make too much sense. But I believe that God will give you understanding. Hallelujah. God will give you quick understanding. A sharp understanding. Praise the Lord. So it means on this morning, the Holy Ghost is metamorphosing me 
through the word of Christ. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is doing what is metamorphosing you to the word of Christ. He's changing you. He's transforming you to the words of Christ. So let's go to Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 17. 2 Timothy 1 17. I'm not going to be rushed. There's so much we are going to cover. If we don't finish, we start next week, Sunday. We'll continue next week, Sunday. Hallelujah. But go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Say with me, God has not given me the spirit of fear. Oh, come on, say it loud and clear. God has not given me the spirit of fear. God has not given me the spirit of fear. But of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Go with me to the book of James. The book of James chapter 1. I want you to pay attention this morning. I beseech you by the message of God. Whether you are watching online or you are right here live, I want you to pay attention to the words that the Holy Ghost will be bringing across to you. James chapter 1 verse 5 to 8. James chapter 1 5 to 8. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and are bread not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And so I want you to underline the word double-minded man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, the word sound mind is the Greek word sophronismos. Sophronismos. I think others will pronounce it sophroismos. So either sophroismos or sophronismos, I think they are both right. Amen? Sophronismos. That is the word for sound mind. And the first, if you divide that word into syllables, we have sophros. The word sophros simply is the root word we have, the root word we call sozo. Say it with sozo. 
the Greek word for sozo simply means to save. It means to do what? To save. It means to heal. It means to preserve. It means to rescue. Amen? And then, Nismos simply means control. It simply means what? Control. So when you put that word together, sophronismos or sophronismos, it simply means safe control. It means what? Safe control. So the usage of that word in Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 is this, that God has given us a mind that has been rescued from the penalty and power of sin. Please write that statement down. So when the writer, when Paul wrote to Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 17, that Timothy, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. What he was telling Timothy is that, God has given you the spirit of power, love, and of a safe mind. A mind that is safe and controlled and regulated by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. A mind that has been delivered from the penalty and the power of sin. Hallelujah. Save me, my mind. By virtue of the word of God, has been delivered from the penalty and the power of sin. Hallelujah. Let's say it again. My mind, by virtue of the word of God, has been delivered from the penalty and the power of sin. Hallelujah. Now, not only, not only has God delivered your mind from the power and penalty of sin, He has also made it secure. He has provided provision for the security of your mind. Hallelujah. Say, so, the Lord has provided provisions for the security of my mind, for the control of my mind. Hallelujah. For the preservation of your mind, for the healing of your mind, for the wholesomeness of your mind. Hallelujah. So it means I have a wholesome mind. Oh, say it loud and clear. I have a wholesome mind. I have a functioning mind. I have a, an active mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So therefore, if anything is troubling you mentally, any force troubling your mind, under the authority of the word of God, I command that force broken now. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Remember the statement I told you, Billy, Billy B, the great man of God, made the statement, say, he that controls your mind, controls your life. So that is what God gave us a sound mind, safe, controlled mind. Safe, controlled mind. 
So whatever controls your mind diabolically, I command it broken in Jesus' name. Whatever controls your mind diabolically, I command it destroyed in Jesus' name. Whatever controls your mind in the realm of the spirit, whatever controls your mind diabolically, satanically, demonically, I command it destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. It is destroyed in Jesus' name. Amen. It is destroyed in Jesus' name. Amen. It is destroyed in Jesus' name. Amen. You have a safe, controlled, active, preserved, wholesome mind. Say amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. So when God, when Paul told Timothy, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love. And I think the church has been scratching on the surface of power. They are just about entering to love, not to talk about a safe, controlled mind. A safe, controlled mind. Why is it that if you go to the banks today, they have safes in the banks? What is the essence of keeping something in the safe? To protect it from what? Unwanted personalities. Is that not it? <laughs> Hallelujah. So at midnight, when you gave your life to Christ, the Holy Ghost orchestrated a safekeeping for your mind. He orchestrated a spiritual safe for your mind. Hallelujah. He orchestrated what? A spiritual safe for your mind. A vault for your mind. That is why he said to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually controlled, to be spiritually minded, a safe mind, a functioning mind, a preserved mind, a rescue mind, he said it's life. You see the word peace? The word peace is translated prosperity. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the believer's mind has a safety vow to stop sin and demons from entering into their lives. Amen? Amen. A believer's mind has a what? A safety vow. To stop sin and to stop demons from entering into their lives. That's what I said last Sunday. The only way demons can have access to you is through your mind. Your mind is the gateway to the supernatural. Say to me, my mind is the gateway to the supernatural. Whether good or bad, your mind is the gateway to the spirit realm. Whether for good or for bad, your mind is the gateway. If the devil is going to deal with you, it has to be through your mind. If demons will possess you, it has to be through your mind. If a Christian is demonized, it is because the door was opened in his mind. Hallelujah. Place your hand upon your head right now. Which is a symbol of your mind. Place it right now. Every door in your mind. 
that the enemy has been using as an entrance into your life. I close that door in the name of Jesus. Every demonic presence in your mind, I rebuke that presence in Jesus' name. I command that presence out of you in the name of Jesus. Be loose from that control in Jesus' name. Be loose from that control in Jesus' name. And I command your mind healed by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Put your hands down. Hallelujah. The psalmist was ahead of his time. Psalm 33. He came to the point. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Now, you look at a shepherd and a sheep. The essence of the shepherd is to do what? To control the sheep. Is that not it? To guide the sheep. That is what the Holy Ghost did at New Birth. He gave you a sound mind so that he can guide you. So they can do what? He can guide you. That's why I said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Say me, I am led by the Spirit of God. I am led by the Holy Ghost to make sound decisions, to make discreditable decisions. Hallelujah. I am led by the Holy Ghost. No demon can lead you. No devil can speak to you. Hallelujah. Demons speak to the mind. The Holy Ghost speaks to the mind. When the Holy Ghost speaks to your spirit, it goes to your mind for action. The Holy Ghost speaks to your spirit that your spirit brings it to your mind for action. And demons also speak to your mind. That if your mind accepts it, the door is open for them to enter and start to torment you. So the psalmist was way ahead of his time. Psalm 23 is a picture of the ministry of Jesus. What Jesus was going to do on the earth. So the psalmist came to a point. He said, he restored my soul. Meaning the word to restore them is the same word to save salvation. It's the same word for what? Salvation. The same word for preservation. The same word for rescue. The same word for healing. The same word for deliverance. The same word. The same word. So when Jesus came and died on the cross, did, did you notice that the place, the where they placed the crown of thorns was where? The head, the symbol of the mind. Your head is a symbol of what? Your mind. Your breast is the natural the natural representation that your mind is spiritual. So when you go to Isaiah 3, that is why I say he, he poured his soul onto what? Onto death. Did you see that? He poured his soul onto death. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So by redemption, your mind was rescued from the penalty of power of sin into the provisions of God. The provisions of God. 
is the fruit of the spirit. Joy, love, peace, temperance, long-suffering, patience, faith. He said, against that, there's no one, there's no law. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, in James chapter 1, verse 21, sorry, James chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, verse 8 says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You see the word double-minded? It means two souls. A man with two souls. A man with what? Have ever seen conjectures that has grown, that the daughters could not separate them because of if they do, they will die. And they are living, they are living, they, they, they are like that way. Have you seen that? Some are women, some are men. They are everywhere. You can search on it and you see them. Spiritually, so many Christians have double souls attached to each other like conjoined twins. That is what they cannot receive anything from God. They can fast and pray, they can be checked 24 7, they cannot receive anything. They have double souls. But tonight, uh, sorry, this morning, God is going to deliver you. Anyone among us with a double soul, you are getting your deliverance now. Amen. You are getting your deliverance now. Amen. That soul inside you must sleep now. Amen. That satanic soul inside you must sleep now. Amen. James was not writing to unbelievers. He was writing to Christians. That there are some believers who have two souls. So those believers cannot receive anything from the Lord. They cannot receive anything. They cannot receive anything. They cannot receive anything. Right now, under the sound of my voice, anyone the devil has given another soul that has been troubling your destiny, I cast out that soul out of you now. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. I command that soul to lose you right now. Amen. You see. You, 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 need, you need understanding. Because when he said this thing, in Romans chapter, uh, James chapter 1 verse 8, a double soul cannot receive anything from the Lord. That is, one soul is of God, the other soul is of the devil. After he has prayed, the other soul will waver, will convince the other one a wave like a sea, the waves of the sea, that person cannot receive anything. An unsafe mind cannot receive anything from God. Only a safe, controlled mind can receive from God. A safe, controlled mind can what? Only a safe, controlled mind can receive from God. Now, watch here. Have you ever wondered why Hebrews 12, Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two as well. Have you ever wondered why? Have you ever wondered why Ephesians chapter 6 says that 
and take the sword of what? The spirit. Have you ever wondered why the word of God is a sword? What is the sense of the sword of the spirit? What is the sense of the sword of the word of God? What is the essence? Is to divide the two souls that join together at the fall of man. That's the essence. The day Adam and Eve sinned against God, they became two instead of one. Because according to the agenda of God, the two were supposed to be one. Therefore, a man will leave his mother and father and be cleaved to his wife, and they two shall be what? One. But the day Adam and Eve sinned, the day they committed that treason, they became two. Two souls. Adam became two souls in him. It became two souls. Hallelujah. There are some things I wouldn't go to go into details. But if you read the book of Genesis, have you noticed the King James Version in some places? Genesis chapter 2 or Genesis chapter 1. Male and female made he them. Did you notice that? Did you notice that? Before he now said, Let us make man in our own image. I want to go there. It's another topic. <clears throat> but the devil was seeking to destroy the agenda of God how to give man another soul. So when Adam sinned, man became capable of possessing two souls. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. This man cannot receive anything from the Lord. But thank God for his wisdom. Say so we thank God for his wisdom. Thank God for his wisdom. Now look, look at Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. He said, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divided asunder of what? The soul. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the word of God can do what? Can divide a soul that has been joined by demonic forces. So any soul from the pit of hell that is attached to the one God gave you, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged soul and it can divide our soul. It can separate that soul from you. The word of God can separate that soul from you. The word of God can separate that soul from you. The word of God can separate that soul from you. The word of God can separate that soul from you. Hallelujah. That's all possible. We should be renewed. We should be transformed by the renewal of our minds. So what Paul was saying, saying is that as you listen to the word of God, as you engage in the state of the word of God, the word of God will be dividing, dividing, and cutting, and cutting, and cutting until it is complete, until that faith soul, that demonic soul, is completely cut off. And you are left with only one sound mind, a sound soul. Hallelujah. He said, dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a descent of the thoughts and intents of the heart. 
Will you see that? Verse 10 is another. Is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight? So as you engage the word of God, no matter how hidden that force is, no matter how hidden that demonic planting is, he said the word of God can make it plain and naked and expose it and cut it off. Hallelujah. That is why in warfare, he says take the sword of the spirit. Remember, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1, go, verse 3, go ahead. The weapons of our warfare, they are not coming up, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Strongholds. Now, he's not saying these strongholds are what? Imaginations. Where are imaginations? In the soul, in the mind. Casting down imagination. So the word of God is the weapon of God, is the sword of the spirit that is able to cut down demonic images in your mind. That is able to separate your soul from demonic images. It's able to dissect. It's able to perform divine mental surgery. Amen? Amen. The word of God is able to do what? To perform divine mental surgery. Like right now you are hearing me the word of God is performing a divine mental surgery in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say me right now, right now. The, Holy the Holy Ghost is performing, performing a divine mental surgery in me. Oh, come and say loud and clear. Right now, the Holy Ghost is performing a divine mental surgery in me. Hallelujah. Every time you come in the presence of God, that's what God is doing. Every time you come in the presence of God, every time you are listening to an anointed teaching, you are listening to the word of God, you are meditating on the word of God, there is a divine mental surgery that is going on. Removing every plantains, removing every attachment from the pit of hell, removing everything that is not of God in your life. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two as well. There is no day man can ever attain to the point of operating on the soul of another man. That cannot be possible. It's eternally impossible. Only the word of God can do that. Hallelujah. Only the word of God can do what? Can do that. Thank you, Jesus. Now watch here before uh, before we run out. Go with me to James chapter 1. The same James chapter 1. Now remember, he said, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And we say a double-minded man is a double soul. A man with a double soul. God forbid. I don't think there's anybody here having a double soul. Amen? Amen. But there are believers who are like that. One time they are fully with God, another time 360 doing the devil's business. Hallelujah. James chapter 1 verse 21. 
Let me start from verse 19. Oh, verse 17. James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And comes down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. The Father of what? Light. That's why I told you the true image of God is what? Light. And the devil can never stand light. He hates light. Of his own will begot us with the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So if God is light and he wants us to be the kind of his first fruits, then who are you? Who are you? Oh, come and say with me, I am light, I am light. in Christ Jesus. My mind is full of light. My mind is full of light. My mind is full of the light of Christ Jesus. My mind is full of the light of Christ Jesus. He said, the father of light. <laughs> With whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will began he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. The kind of first fruits. The kind of first fruits. We are the only, I believe, and I believe that, and I believe this is true. We are the only creation of God that is light. Amen. We are the only creation of God that is spirit, soul, and body. That's how you look the uniqueness of us. Verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfilter of naughtiness. And receive with meekness the engrafted word. The word engrafted means implanted word, which is able to save your souls. You see the word save? Remember the word sophronismus. Sophronismus, sorry. The word sophronismus. And if you, if you divide it into slab, the first word sophronis. Or sophros means sozo, means safe or safety, preserve. Here, that's the same word used here. That the planted word of God is able to do what? To save your soul. Which part of you is the soul? Your mind. Hallelujah. So the word of God that is planted in you can bring deliverance to the soul. The word of God that is planted in your mind can bring deliverance to the mind. Hallelujah. Amen. The grafted word, which is able to do what? To save your souls. To save your souls. To save your souls. The implanted word, which is able to sozo your souls. To save your souls. To give a safety valve to your souls. Amen. So the word of God is able to give you what? 
your mind a safety valve. The word of God is able to create a safety valve on your mind. Hallelujah. Say so with the word of God planted in me is able to create a safety valve in my mind. The word of God planted in me is able to create a safety valve in my mind. Is able to control my mind. Is able to safeguard my mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The reason for safety valves is for the plants not to explode. Especially pressure vessels. They put safety valves on pressure vessels so that the pressure in that vessel will not explode. If, if the pressure is too much, there is a safety, the safety valve will pop open and the pressure will go up, out and the, the, the vessel will be saved. Hallelujah. 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 There is a safety valve in your mind through the word of God to control you, to bring you to peace. To bring you to peace. To be spiritually minded. It's life and peace. It's life and peace. So the word of God planted in you can bring healing to the mind. Can divide the fake soul, the devilish soul planted in you. Through ignorance. He said, I beg you receive. He said, receive with meekness. Look at that now again. He says, receive with meekness the engrafted word. You know what meekness means? You see a sheep. The sheep is one of the most meek animals you can ever find. It follows the shepherd wherever he lives. Whatever it is. That's a, whatever he says to you, do it. That's what Mary told them. Whatever it tells you to do, do it. Whatever the word of God says to you, do it. Whatever the word says to you, do it. That, that brings safety to the mind. That brings deliverance to the mind. That brings healing to the mind. That brings protection to the mind. That brings supernatural control of the Holy Ghost in your mind. It brings wholeness to the mind. Hallelujah. 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 So many believers are double-minded. So they pray and pray and pray and they don't receive. Because they've not allowed the word to be planted in them. They have not allowed the sword of the spirit to be planted in them. They have not allowed the sword of the spirit to go through their mind and divide the fake mind and cut it off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The purpose of our warfare, which is the word of God, they are not carnal. They are mighty through God to cut it off demonic images out of the mind. Cutting of what? Demonic images out of the mind. So a Christian who is not in love with God's word, 
His mind is not safe. He can explode like a pressure vessel any day, any time. He can do what? He can explode. Or he can be controlled by sin. He can be controlled by immoralities. He can be controlled by lying. He can be controlled by greed and pride. He can be controlled by men who are not born again. At this one place, they will say, come on, we have a, one party this second. Are you coming? Yeah, 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 I'm coming. <laughs> he goes there, they will give him whiskey. He said, yes, yeah, yeah, no, 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 today's, no, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday. I'll be cool on Sunday. He takes one, that is it. Before he knows, he's a chronic perpetual drunker. He goes to the party, they are smoking. He said, try it, try it. You know, this is a uh, uh, clinical marijuana. <laughs> it's healthy. It will help your body. He takes it, it, it with no knowledge that a door has been opened in his mind. Then from marijuana to cocaine, to hard drugs. And then before you know, the demons will metamorphose him to death. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, receive with meekness. Receive with meekness. Send me from today. From today. I will receive the word of God with meekness. Or say it loud and clear from today. I will receive the word of God with meekness. Because it is able to rescue my soul. From the penalty and power of sin. And from the control of the money forces. From today, I will receive with meekness the word of God, which is able to deliver my soul from every demonic works, which is able to protect my soul from demonic arrows. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed this morning? We'll continue this week. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lift up your voice and give him thanks. Thank you, give him thanks for his word. Thank you, Jesus. Give him thanks for his word.